Welcome to College Sense and Sensibility, where we speak about first-gen tips on navigating college and beyond. I'm your host, Emmanuel, and for this series, we're going to continue our interviewing series, and I'm really excited because we have another guest on today, and her name is Jenny, and I'm going to go ahead and pass it to Jenny. If you can just do um, a little introduction about where you are currently in your educational journey. Hi, my name is Jenny. I am a senior at a CSU. I'm a transfer student there. I actually met Emmanuel at a wonderful community college. He is the best. Oh, Jenny, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. Uh, you are you have been amazing as well, and you are continuing your educational journey and you're going to be graduating soon. Could you let our listeners know a little bit about your decision in becoming a community college student? Well, it seems the most natural for me. Um, I am, you know, first generation Latina. It was just it just seemed like the first step, especially because I wasn't the best high school student. Uh, I didn't think any CSU or any four-year college would take me as is. And then once you got into the community college, how did you start doing? Well, I threw myself into it. <laughs> I gave myself no rest. Um, it was very just, here we go. It was my war zone, and I... I did my best to make myself worthy of a four-year college. And what would you say that you did in the community college that helped you succeed? Oh, I talked to everybody. I hit up all of my professors. Um, I went to you. I did every single thing that I could. I networked my way through that junior college so that I can have all of my ducks in a row and know exactly what my next step was going to be after transferring. And what were some challenges that you may have faced while at the community college? You know, my biggest challenge, it's still one of my biggest challenges, is because I'm older, just communicating with everybody that's younger. Um, they just don't seem to be on the same page as me. Since I already have life experience, it, it was very hard to even make real connections with with them so just to, just to study it was probably the biggest challenge i faced mm, thanks thanks for sharing that jenny so jenny you kind of shared a little bit that you're coming in at the community college a little bit you know with some years of life experience can you share a little bit about that so then right after high school did you start the community college or how did that go for you I did. I um, had a couple of years. I took those couple of years that everybody told me that I should take. I worked a little bit and I felt like I was ready to go back to college. Um, I did great my first semester. And then my second semester, I was dropped from all of my classes because I stopped going. I realized it was too difficult. I had two part-time jobs and I was trying to go to school full-time. And I didn't have a car, <laughs> so I was on the bus, two hours on the bus to work uh, from San Leandro to Union City, and then having to find a way to make it to school also and pay attention to all of my classes while I'm stressing out about 
paying rent, buying food, all, all of these things. It was, it was too much for me. So I had to unfortunately drop out and it really affected my GPA. So coming back, you know, 10, I think, yeah, it was 10 years after that, nine years after that was, um, hard. It was hard. And now my GPA is back up. So I'm happy about that. And you're doing phenomenal, Jenny. I'm just going to throw that out there. I hope you're okay with that. (laughs) (laughs) You are a phenomenal student. And, but what I'm hearing you say is just the realities. Like when you first came in, you were working, didn't have transportation, had to eat. Yeah. And I think, I think that's something that so many of our students face. And so the fact that you took some time, started working, and then came back. I always say one of the hardest pieces is coming back through that door. What motivated you to come back? Oh, uh, I think it was the redundancy of work life, uh, corporate work life, to be specific. It was too much for me. I had these managers that micromanaged me and it was just not the life that I wanted to live. I I want to not just be my own boss, but I don't want to be the type of boss that I've had. I want to be better. I want to create a, a workspace where I have hardworking people, motivated people, and and everybody is just a team, you know, instead of managers stealing ideas and then creating hostile workplace environments because I would give an idea and then my manager would take that idea as if it was their own, take it to corporate and then implement it. But it was my idea and I never got a, I never got credit for it. So I realized that I was smarter than everybody that I worked for and I didn't I didn't want to be there anymore so coming back to college was the easiest step for me it was difficult because you know car note rent is more expensive now food is also more expensive now but at least now I have a car that I can make it to work I can go to school and it's not taking study time away I think what you just shared with our listeners can resonate with so many. Doing the same thing every day, not getting the credit sometimes that we deserve. It's difficult, right, to sometimes move up if you don't have that degree. So what I'm hearing is that kind of pushed you come back. You're excelling. And then what are your current career goals for our listeners to learn about you? (laughs) My career goals I want to start my own research lab. I fell in love with biology uh, with one of our professors, one of your coworkers, wonderful, wonderful woman. Her passion for biology kind of sparked it in me. She would talk about her research experience and how she thought it was boring. I felt like that was, it was my calling to sit in a lab and stare at all of the microscopes. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what you love. Yeah, I do. I do. And I'm actually now involved. um, I'm an intern. So 
doing research and I love it. And how did you go about getting that internship? <laughs> Again, bothering all of my professors. <laughs> hey, do no, you know bothering. anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I really want to research. I don't care what it's in, but preferably something within the field that I want to go into. So, yeah, just just knocking on doors, handing out resumes, so to speak. Uh, but obviously everything that was through email. Gosh, and right now you're just kind of sharing so many helpful nuggets for our listeners to just kind of learn about, to talk to people, to network. Now, what campus resources to, did you use to be successful in the community college and maybe the CSU now? Okay, yes. Um, resources. Mesa was great. Um, they gave me a mentor and the mentor was, I, I asked for that wonderful professor. Um, she was great. She recommended so many programs into my the CSU that I transferred to. Okay, so disclosure. The first semester at my transfer school, I felt pretty good about it. Um, but the program that she recommended was kind of, it was not what I expected. She made it seem like it was going to be this very personable program where they're gonna they're gonna help you find research they're gonna help you find a faculty mentor and all of these things but that didn't happen so I wasn't gonna apply for the this is now my senior year at this CSU I wasn't gonna apply to to this CSR program okay so then another wonderful woman reached out to me uh, inviting me to apply for Bet McNair program and she was so amazing. She walked me through the process. She she really wanted me to be a, to be a part of this program. And this program was everything that I was looking for. It it paired me up with a research mentor. Um, well, I actually found my research mentor on my own. And then I was like, Hey, can I keep my research mentor? And they were like, Yeah, we love her. So great, that worked out. But now they paired me with a faculty mentor, which is going to advise me you know, on, on PhD programs and going to help me through all of the applying processes. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but for those who who care about this piece of it, um, Bet McNair is very, very inclusive. They are great at, at helping people navigate through college and they're very careful to make sure that people of color feel comfortable in white spaces if, if that's something that you care about. I mean, me personally, I can navigate through life, but I, I know that it does affect some pe other people. Oh, thank you, Jenny, for sharing that and just kind of talking a little bit about the programs that has helped you um, on your path to, to be more successful and get to your next steps. Do you mind letting our listeners know and do you mind sharing maybe a moment that you're particularly proud of in your college journey? The thing that I am the happiest about in my scholarly career, is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> uh, would be that I did it. You know, I'm doing it. One, um, I was able to get my GPA from, I think it was a 2.8 when I came back to college. It is now at a 
and I did it on my own. Well, okay, you helped me. <laughs> but uh, you, but I mean you worked really hard. You worked really hard. <laughs> but I mean my studying, you know, just mm-hmm. study time. Uh, no one managed my schedule. I did that all on my own. I was still able to pay my bills. I figured it out somehow. I I don't even know how I did it. I don't know how I'm still doing it. Um, I'm getting my eight hours of sleep every night. Uh, I haven't started working out, which is still, that's the sad part. Uh, you know, it. I'm doing it. And the, I guess that's what I'm happiest about is that I, I am turning my life around. I have professors that are willing to write letters of recommendations for me because I did knock on those doors. Just working hard is, I guess, what I'm happiest about is is that that work ethic that I have developed. Thanks so much, Jenny, for sharing those just personal pieces and just being real, right? Because at the end of the day, I always say to my students, like, yes, we can show you the the roadmap. We can support you in that path but at the end of the day you got to go study yes right you got to put in the time yes yes (laughs) i'm not in the calculus class no no it's all on it's all on the student you know if you want it go get it go do the work it it's not easy but in the end you will be happier it'll be over it's what five years you know maybe six years if if you really have to work more than i did you'll do it just I, and I know it's easier said than done, but go do it. I love what you're saying. And I'm going to kind of lead into our just our final question. What piece of advice do you have to offer other students out there listening that are first gen, went to school, but life happened and are now thinking about going back? What advice would you give them? Come back. Come back. You will be happier. Yes, it's not easy paying all of your bills, putting food on the table, and and going to school. If, if you can only do part-time, if you can only do eight credits a semester, who cares? If you're stuck and unhappy, come back to school. You will thank yourself later. I'm a senior now and I'm going to go get my PhD and that's probably going to be harder than it is in my undergrad. But when I'm done, I'm I'm going to thank me now. Future me is going to thank me now because I did it. Oh, I just love what you're saying right now. Future you is going to absolutely thank you today. Thank you so much, Jenny, for just taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know you got so many things on your plate. Yeah, but it's okay. Anything for you. Oh, you're so kind, Jenny. And for our listeners out there, I'm sure that this story resonated for you all. It has resonated for me a lot and just kind of got me really, really thinking about everything. So, again, thanks so much for your time. For listeners, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us. Additionally, everything said on this podcast is for informational purposes only. So, Yutsunde, do you mind letting our listeners know where they can find us at? 
So listeners, we want to hear from you. If anything we've said today resonates or if you've got a question, you want to make a comment, you can find us at CC underscore sensibility on both IG and Twitter. And you can also email us at CC and sensibility at gmail.com. That's CC and S-E-N-S-I-B-I-L-I-T-Y at gmail.com. And until next time, keep learning.